0: I'm Sadie, I'm American and I'm living in Japan. Konnichiwa,
1: I'm Akane, I'm Japanese and I'm living in U.S.
0: And this is the foreign exchange program. In this show, we invite you to listen in on our insightful discussions about language, culture, society, and personal experiences living and thriving in a foreign country. All right, hello. (laughs) <laughs> Hello! <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be back. Um, So today, I I kind of chose a topic that I wanted to discuss, and it came about while I was scrolling through Instagram a while back, and I, I saw this video. And once I saw it, I knew oh, I really wanted to talk about it on here, so... <laughs> That's what we'll go over today. Um, so essentially, the video is a young woman and her grandma. They're Japanese. And they are kind of comparing older Japanese versus modern Japanese. So they both are shown a picture. And the uh, for example, they see a picture of a kitchen. Mm-hmm. The grandma sees and says, and the young woman says, mm. like this. So there's older and newer kind of Japanese in here. Another example is a photo of a necklace. The grandma says, uh, mm. and the young woman says, Nekuresu. maybe people who are listening can start to sense a pattern here. Um, You don't need to understand Japanese to kind of hear the difference, I think, in what's going on. And that's kind of the basis of what I want to talk about today. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a few other examples in that video. If you'd like to check them out and listen to the difference, we'll link the video in the description for you guys. But yeah, I I want to open this up for discussion today about kind of older Japanese versus modern Japanese, how it's changing, if we think it's good or bad or neutral and all of that. Mm. So, let's let's get into it.
1: Yeah, so this is really interesting when you sent me the video and I felt the word grandma
0: said i haven't heard for a long time (laughs) yeah but you have heard of some of them at least right yeah
1: i have heard everything and i can understand okay in my generation (laughs) or maybe just personally me I'm not sure. But anyway, I understand
0: every word grandma said, Mm. but I Mm. don't use. Yeah. Okay. So they feel very old fashioned to you. Mm -hmm. Right. Kind of, uh, like you said, they're not used anymore for whatever reason. Do you have a sense? So when you were growing up, you heard those words but did you ever try to use them yourself or were there already for lack of a better word kind of English uh replacements that you would use I would
1: say I used the English replacement like as a loan words yeah but some I think my grandma she used these words
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But my mom's generation, my parents' generation, not everything, but
0: my mom and dad use some of them. Okay. So that's where you can start to see a bigger shift, you think, mm-hmm. in your parents' generation. Interesting.
1: So I have heard the words, and then when I was a kid, they were not familiar with it. So I kind of wanted to say those words.
0: hmm mm-hmm like something different sure just for fun <laughs> just to sell yeah just to try it just yeah to, just to give it a try why not i'm gonna go to okatte or something i imagine that's like a little kid the english equivalent trying to use a really big word that they don't really understand how to use yet yeah to sound more yeah. mature or adult like <laughs> right same kind of feeling But yeah, I I guess my next question is, and I don't know if you know the answer, I'm just kind of posing it. I wonder what brought about this big shift in uh, the language because I I don't want to spoil the video for you guys if you haven't seen it, but (laughs) the gist is all of these traditionally Japanese words became English loan words um so i am wondering like why it shifted to so much english over time especially mm-hmm. english like japanese uses loan words from other languages sometimes too like bread is pan for mm-hmm. example which is portuguese or spanish or something like that um but a lot of loan words i would say the majority are english so when, when, and why kind of did that happen? I'm I'm wondering these things here.
1: I see. I think there are several reasons, or maybe depends on words, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe mostly a lot of Japanese feel katakana words are cool mm. or very like kind of stand out. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the one of the reasons, especially for the advertisement or magazine, TV, they tend to use those words. And then even you don't want to, but we are influenced a lot by mass media. So yeah. like, for example, I use okatte, but if I see a lot of the words, kitchen, 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 like in the media, maybe that kind of things influenced on me and then started to Mm -hmm. use
0: Mm -hmm. so i you i don't expect a solid answer on this but when you're speaking japanese do you find yourself using katakana words a lot like regularly that's really good question. Actually, so <laughs>
1: when I'm teaching, sometimes uh-huh. my students ask me, Oh, professor, how do you say this word in Japanese? Yeah. And then if I say katakana words, eh, how about Japanese? Like, not like katakana words.
0: Uh, my students, uh-huh.
1: they tend to like
0: Japanese version. That's interesting. Yeah.
1: So for example They want to know
0: the real origins of it.
1: Yeah. So the one the other day, uh one of my students asked is full time.
0: Full time job, part-time job. Full time. So uh teacher, part time part-time though. Part-time you say baito, arubaito, right? Ah, Sony arubaito. (laughs) yeah (laughs) that one's German I'm pretty sure so that's not even English but anyway I'm sorry continue
1: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so how do you say full-time in Japanese and then I say uh katakana was this full-time and Mm -hmm. then uh okay but how about like Japanese origin word and then Mm. at the time I couldn't answer right away Mm -hmm, because I'm mm -hmm. so used to use full-time yeah and then when I look up the dictionary and then it said joking (laughs) which is correct like joking full-time but I don't say it's like uncommon words we use but it's more like a we use for maybe written word it's I like think- a contract like yeah, in contract, a contract a or something word. Yeah. so I I should know and I knew it just I forgot mm. but I think in speaking or especially casual speech I think full-time is way common to use
0: yeah okay but yeah so do you feel like I don't know, it, it, it's it's hard to quantify, I guess, but like every time you speak Japanese, do katakana words come up in your personal life, not in your job? Do you notice it like every time you speak Japanese, just sometimes, how how frequently do you, especially when speaking, you said it's kind of common. So is it like an every time occurrence? I think uh, a lot of times, I use katakana words.
1: Yeah. But the interesting thing is, uh, you know, language is not solid, like uh, mm. keep changing it. So maybe mm-hmm. 10 years ago, it's not common words or even it doesn't exist. But maybe sure. right now it exists. So I kind of, and then especially Japanese, they use a lot of words from English. So sometimes I wasn't sure the katakana word is familiar for most of Japanese or not. Mm, mm-hmm. So I try to avoid use katakana word, especially at work. Okay. Because I especially. I don't want to teach something, you know, um, uncommon for sure. usual Japanese people. And if my student use it in front of Japanese and then if Japanese don't understand, then that's mm-hmm. not good. So I yeah. try not to use katakana words, but still, you know, this kind of full-time, kitchen, uh, necklace, those are uh, common words as a
0: katakana. Right. I feel just like, as, as a Japanese learner and as someone who's a native English speaker, you know, I, I'm kind of really happy that katakana words exist <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> because it makes it makes remembering certain things much easier. Of course, for example, like glass, good acid, like a mm. glass drinking glass, that's the same. Um, there are so many computer, computa, you know, like it, it's it's easy to make those associations when it's so similar to your mm-hmm. native language, right? So for me as a learner, it's comfortable, it's useful. I wonder if you have any feelings about it, like the fact that there's so much English now incorporated into Japanese. Do you have any positive or negative feelings about that kind of gradual shift?
1: Mm, Actually, I have both feelings one uh aspect i think that's good for example like maybe japanese learner maybe it's easier to build up vocabulary right but also japanese people who speak and who learn english also have advantage oh yeah mm-hmm. i already know this word just try to pronounce differently <laughs> right <laughs> but like you know they have basics so maybe it's easy to use those words but Mm -hmm. at the same time i think we discussed before some words japanese change the meaning yeah so we should be careful that part Mm -hmm. and if we use (laughs) in the same way then it doesn't make sense or can be opposite meaning
0: so that's the negative part Mm. i think yeah yeah that's that's true. As you said, sometimes they t- take they take the English word and they twist it. So it's not always a one to one translation. We do have to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. But something that I saw, like in the in the comments of that video, some people were like, "Oh, Japanese is turning into English," or "It's a shame. It's a pity. Like mm. the language is being kind of over overrun." by English words now it's it's too heavily influenced so I wonder for you how much do you feel like is too much and is is are more loan words a threat to the Japanese language or is it okay what, what are your uh, thoughts on that
1: actually I don't have the feeling like a threat or we shouldn't like expand katakana words or something i think Mm -hmm. actually this is one of good japanese culture they kind of take in other culture and then not change but like uh use in a different way or adjust it in a different way so i don't think japanese should stop Expand using katakana words like expand katakana words. I think that's good. But I'm more concerned people keep using the words even they don't know the meaning.
0: Interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. <laughs> Very different concern than I was expecting. You're concerned people will keep using the words even if they don't know the meaning. Can mm. you give a clear example of that? Ah, uh, let me see. Um
1: maybe most of like a common katakana words maybe they understand but For example, when I was kid, I didn't know the meaning trauma. Yeah. Maybe the concept is little difficult for kids. So maybe that's the sure. part of the reason. But I mm-hmm. heard in the TV or sometimes adults talk about like a trauma. So mm-hmm. I think if adults do same thing, oh, what does it mean? But people using, so let's use it. Sounds cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind <laughs> of dangerous. Mm. Another example, ben Bencha
0: venture. kiyo. Yeah, i'm not sure what this one is i think Sorry. english is a startup company so, oh venture okay i see i see is it it's not english v- venture yeah venture can be english yeah, uh, yeah. about maybe sometimes one. see that's another thing so i hear bencha. i think like a first First word i thought is like bench like a seat a kind of seat not venture like venture capital or mm. something like that mm. yeah <laughs> so that's another thing to be careful with mm. as you're learning even for me just now you have to be careful with what word they're trying to imitate mm. when it's when it's changed into katakana cuz that that confused me for a second but yes you you can say that word in mm. in english How about this? Potential. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm
1: actually, I'm not sure how much these words are like understood by Japanese people. Really? Yeah.
0: Mm. Maybe
1: I really don't have any ideas. Yeah. But the one... My consigns don't use potential if you don't know the meaning. Sure.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's true with any word in any language, though. Like, yeah. (laughs) Just be careful if you're if you're learning new words. Be careful. Mm. Um, You know, it's okay to make mistakes, but you know, some things can cause big misunderstandings. So Mm. just, just be careful.
1: But it doesn't necessarily mean I oppose to use katakana words. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. I think some
1: field, actually, katakan was so common, like a business. Sure. For example, follow-up <laughs> something <like that>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Feedback <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the tech industries, too. A lot of it, as the world is more globalized, it kind of depends on where the industry is biggest, I think, where... <laughs> those technical loan words come from Mm -hmm. So a lot of tech stuff comes from English because a lot of you know like the smartphone and all that stuff originated Mm -hmm. from the west like America or Mm -hmm. places like that that makes sense but like, kitchen, why why, why did you have to change it to kitchen? <laughs> mm. What was wrong with the older way? Like, where along the way? I don't know. Maybe you're right, and it's advertising or media mm. or something like that. Mm. It's just interesting to see the non-technical stuff change as well.
1: Yeah. When you see the video for the first time,
0: did you know any of the uh, old Japanese? That's a really good question and the answer is no. <laughs> I didn't know any of the original Japanese actually. Yeah, I I that's kind of part of why I was so intrigued. I was like I've never heard these before. It feels like a different a whole different language. The sounds are familiar, mm. but it certainly I was not I didn't learn that and you know, I think that If you're learning Japanese nowadays, they're probably going to teach you the, you know, like you teach your students, they teach Mm -hmm. you the words that are most often used, Mm -hmm. the ones that are most useful. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like that's what happened with me too. And I never learned the kind of original words. Mm.
1: So then when you see the video, like, wow, there is a synonym or something. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah it's just nice to know the origins kind of it's like oh yeah this wasn't always just an English loan word Mm -hmm. this had of course it had some Japanese term before because the concept always exists right Mm -hmm. so they had to have some other way to express that in the past Mm -hmm. and it's kind of nice to see how they did that so for Mm -hmm. me it was very interesting to learn but I, I, I won't be using the words. It's just <laughs> nice to have the the background, mm-hmm. <laughs> the background knowledge. Yeah. I see.
1: Then, uh, mm-hmm. what do you think about Japanese people tend to use katakana words or expanding katakana words?
0: What do I think about them using mm-hmm. katakana words? Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think it's good thing or bad thing? Neutral, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I I don't. Hmm, I don't see anything super wrong with it. Uh, necessarily. Again, for me as a, as a native English speaker, it's for the most part it's easier to understand when they use some katakana words. Those can be my like, uh. I can grab onto those words and kind of fill out the context of a conversation mm-hmm. if I mm-hmm. if I'm having trouble following. So they can be useful sometimes and I don't I don't mind people who use them. Yeah, I just I thought that the argument of like oh it's it's damaging to Japanese language or it's it's um it's not pure anymore. It's kind of become distorted or mm. you know, I thought that was a very interesting perspective and I I can understand that feeling, kind of. Mm. But for me, it's like, are Japanese people choosing to use the words? Mm. Or is it being, like, kind of forced upon them? I think that's a big, important distinction to make. If they are choosing to use the words, then it is what it is. It's fine.
1: Mm. If someone
0: is, like forcing them to use the words or it's being given to them to use then that could be a little bit more um, questionable i feel mm-hmm. like
1: mm-hmm. i see i think most of them are not forced to use but probably like for example glamba talk to grandchildren or great grandchildren and then mm-hmm. it's using okatte and maybe they don't get it
0: and yeah. then kind
1: of she has to use kitchen to mm. communicate. Or mm. maybe kubi kazari is, is not the hard because kubi means neck, kazari is an ornament. So, you mm-hmm. know, we can understand little by little, it's getting inconvenient to use Japanese origin
0: word, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> That's just an interesting concept. And, you know, it's kind of hard to understand that as a native English speaker because English in and of itself is a combination of so many different languages already like Mm -hmm. that's especially you know it's it's from it has German influence it has Latin influence it has Greek influence there are many different language families that Mm -hmm. um already have affected like the way that we speak and we're not even really conscious of it. So I never feel like there's a threat of <laughs> like <laughs> English being lost because it's already such a mixture of different things, I think. Mm. Whereas maybe Japanese culture was more uh oh, what's the word? You know, unified just one like monocultural not influenced mm-hmm. by the outside very much for a long time. Mm-hmm. And now I think, in especially in the industrial era, or as it's become more globalized and mm. um, has to interact with other countries, I think now maybe Japan is starting to, to experience that a little bit more. Mm. Um, of course, there was some of that in the past with, you know, neighboring countries like China, Korea, stuff like that on a smaller scale. But I think now that Japan is trying to make relationships with other countries all around the world, perhaps it's starting to have a bigger influence. And we're just now starting to see mm. some of the effects. Um, yeah, and some words actually
1: Japanese doesn't have. So we sure. have to use loan words, like, like mm-hmm. you have to use katakana words. So for example, privacy. There's no Japanese word
0: for mm. privacy. We really. can
1: explain, of course, sure. the, the concept. But yeah. I think there is no like one word. Mm. Then, you know, it's easier to just use katakano or privacy rather than co- explaining the concept. So maybe that kind of thing and also uh, that kind of thing kind of foster encourage Mm -hmm. people to use more katakana words because Mm -hmm. people not always know which word is only katakana words or not
0: sure yeah i know but a word like privacy it doesn't sound like a japanese original word to me (laughs) (laughs) to me that clearly sounds like a i mean of course i know the english version but Uh the the combinations of sounds don't Mm. naturally feel like they would occur in in typical Japanese Mm, yeah so to me that clearly feels like a a loan word but Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's very true sometimes it's it's more ambiguous it's harder to tell if it's actually Japanese or it comes from somewhere else
1: yeah and also Mm -hmm. I have heard uh, like back then in Japan we didn't have the concept of privacy so that's why Mm. they didn't have to use sure So, Mm -hmm. the concept or the stuff or any object or like a verb, sometimes we didn't have before. Mm. Maybe also, Mm -hmm. to search something on Google, we say, Mm
0: -hmm. Google. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I remember learning that and being like, ah, you took that too. (laughs) (laughs) that kind of thing also like a new
1: wars kind of katakana
0: wars Uh (laughs) yeah yeah so what do you see for the future of japanese like do you feel as though there's going to be more of this do you think there will always be some sort of balance between katakana and like original japanese words obviously we can't have a Solid answer, but just your guess, your mm. opinion. What will happen to Japanese in the future? I think
1: increase more. The katakana words will be increased because you think so? yeah. Even you know, I I live U.S. for several years, and then compared to now. And back then, there are more katakana words, and sometimes I'm surprised. Oh, you use the English word in as a katakana word. <laughs> the one of the example is, Chiru suru. <laughs> I was so surprised. Oh, we can use that like, as a katakana word.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's check. I I kind of like that at least because I never, like using asobu always kind of felt weird to me mm. as a non-Japanese speaker because i i always first go to like play mm. one of the definitions of asobu is play another one can be like hang out with your friends or chill kind mm-hmm. of but to me that's it's a little bit harder to remember <laughs> i can use that word in that way so chill chirusuru is easier for me <laughs> i like that <laughs> but yeah. so you think that there will continue to be more mm-hmm. katakana words added. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? I mean, probably because I I don't think Japan is going to move backwards anytime soon. I think now that the door is open to be more connected globally, it's kind of something they have to do almost out of necessity to keep up um, with other countries. So I, I I imagine it's going to continue um, to increase to some degree. I I don't mm. think it's obviously I don't think everything is going to be replaced. I think that's silly, but mm. yeah more more than now, I'm sure there will be some mm. additions coming along. Yeah
1: I see mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but this is kind of
1: good reminder. We have. S- Japanese word for kitchen or necklace <laughs> and <laughs> and you know like I don't know maybe I don't use like in a daily life but as a teacher for sure it's good to know
0: and <laughs> you never so, know when you're gonna get those questions yeah
1: <laughs> and I Who think knows? Japanese you know words or sound are very uh beautiful so. Mm-hmm. For some way, it's nice if we can keep those words.
0: Yeah, that's another thing too. I agree. Japanese, you know, katakana words, they use sounds that are possible in Japanese. But like I was saying earlier with puraibashi, Mm -hmm. that is not a Japanese sounding word. Mm -hmm. Um, It has its own distinct kind of like rhythm and melody to it that yeah it should be kept in some way it's it's that plus if you know if <laughs> the language only turned into mostly katakana words you might as well just learn those other languages mm-hmm. what's the point in learning japanese if, if you can get the words from other places right yeah i think as part of a uh, to hold on to some semblance of uh like cultural identity as well mm. maintaining some some form of you know the original language is important
1: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's true but thank you for bringing this topic i enjoyed this yeah it's really meaningful and i learned it a lot
0: good yeah thank you so much i'm glad you enjoyed it i mm. i was really eager to hear your thoughts on it and i think we We're able to cover a lot of different um, aspects that were Mm. fun to fun to discuss so thank you thank you see you next time bye if you enjoy listening to our show
1: please consider leaving us a rating or comment on your preferred podcasting platform
0: if you have any questions comments or suggestions feel free to email us at foreign exchange program pod at gmail.com we'd love to get some feedback from you all.
1: You can find us on Instagram as well at Falling Exchange Program Pod. So feel free to follow us on there, send us a message and get notified when new episodes are released. Thanks for listening.